Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick, Rico, and now Jay Foreman with you. What's up, Jay? What's up, fellas? How we doing? Doing all right. I'm doing great. Staying warm out there, my man? No, it's cold. It's, it's, it's brisk out there. It is. is it, it doesn't look yeah. bad. But it's cold, though. I made a walk to a local lunch establishment today. Where'd you go? Thank you for thank you for the lunch. Buddy. I haven't picked him up lunch. We had wings. Okay. Nothing crazy. And you walked? I walked. Did. Man, it was you, chilly. Yeah, it did. I got, it I got, is. I got to the theater and I go, dang, I should have taken my car. <laughs> this was <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> Rookie move. Yeah, it's one of those where you think well, it's closer. I didn't actually. I, I didn't have Jay Foreman to drive me. So right. there it is. Anyway, uh, Jay's here. He's gonna talk a little transfer portal with us because as we are getting towards National Signing Day, early National Signing Day is come and gone. Uh, Obviously, transfers are starting to find landing spots, especially the ones that entered the portal right off the bat. A couple of them haven't, though. And and, and we want your guys' thoughts on this, 402-464-5685. But you have guys like Will Howard. You have guys like Malachi Nelson, who has multiple years left. Dante Moore has already made his decision, right? Cam Ward also is in this boat. DJ Uyunglele is also in this boat. A lot of these guys are looking at the same schools. USC and Florida State are both in the running for uh, DJ and um, Cam, Ward, right? Cam Ward. Yeah. While Cam Ward also has Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While while Will Howard is USC, Ohio State came out of nowhere. I saw Pete Nakos, who's been on the show before of On Three, reported that one. Or NFL. A lot of these guys are now. <laughs> you're starting to hear. Oh, they're thinking about going to the NFL. They're waiting on on a uh, 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 report to assess whether or not they should go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Jay, it, Will Howard's not your number, your your top two-round draft pick. No. Ne- neither is Cam Ward at this point. Mm-mm. Why are we now hearing all of a sudden, hey, the NFL is a possibility for some of these guys? Is it because, hey, they just, maybe they didn't get the suitors, the amount of suitors that they thought they were going to be worth? I, I think they initially did, because I think, you know, Will Howard, Nebraska, I think, had, there yeah. had to be some sort of interest there, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it was way before you know Dylan Riola kind of really started to pick up legitimate traction. So it was Will Howard was one of the the essentially first people I think Nebraska might have had some interest there. I don't know if it's mutual or whatever, but he had all other interests. And mm-hmm. USC came, um, and then you think of Cam Ward. Ohio State was there. I think that really had part of the reason why uh, McCord left because. You know, initially, you know, he felt like he was lied to about if they were reaching out to other veteran yeah. quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Uh, Malachi Nelson is 
fairly new, you know, because it was, well, it just was announced kind of, you know, what, two or three days, you know, ago. Mm -hmm. And he's interesting because, you know, he has four years left. So that's a guy that, you know, if you bring him in, you know, you're like, okay, we can see some growth. And so what guys are running into is twofold here, Nick, right? Whereas Will Howard, you got one year left. Cam Ward, you got one year left. And it's kind of like what Matt Rule says, you, you, you like transfers with at least two years, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just a hired gun, they're gone, right? We've done, we've seen that, yeah. right? Um, well, there's you've also seen it, sorry to cut you off, you've also seen it where that's that's profitable for a university because Bo Nix, if he's that Oregon for one year, they don't have the year they had this year. No. Same with, um, I, I'm trying to blank, Washington and Michael Penix. Pen, right, they sure. don't have that year if, if Penix is only there for one year. Right, because it's an adjustment period. Now, here's on the flip side, it, it, what you're starting to see, and this is where, uh, DJ Moore was very, very smart, mm-hmm. right? Where he, I think when he got in front of the Oregon coaches, he was okay with, okay, we know Dylan Gabriel. He he probably even said, I have, I learned a lot. Yeah. I I have some deficiencies. Well, Malachi uh, Nelson, it also could work against you. You have too many years. So, and here's why. If you are going to, or you're trying to go to a program and you have four years left, there's two, two things. Do we want to build your program around you for at least two to three years? Mm-hmm. It might be like, well, we don't know about that, right? Because they're probably seeing, hearing some things out of USC, maybe not as really as good as he thinks he is or first thought. Yeah. Right. Or number two, you have so many years. Will you have a good year and then go again? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So now you, it's almost like you have to have that perfect amount of years and you have to strike one the iron's hot. Will Howard, Cam Ward, I have no idea what you're doing. The longer you wait, the less money mm-hmm. there's going to be, because you have because now the the advantage goes to Miami and Florida State. Mm-hmm. Now, r- reason why they can recruit guys, right? So mm-hmm. you know, then you rec- then you're going okay. Now mm-hmm. we can recruit or negotiate against you, and then the Florida State case, right? You got, you know, uh, was it Toddmeyer? Tate Toddmeyer came out. What's his name? Tate Rodemaker. Tate, Tate Rodemaker. Um, he yeah. has some experience. So he's another guy in there, mm-hmm. and he shows a lot, and he shows some potential. So more guys, it's always supply and demand. It's no different why you why you see some guys turn early, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. he probably is not ready for the league. Well, his agent or potential agent did a really good job or, or of taking the landscape of the potential draftees, mm-hmm. and it's like, listen, ten teams need a corner. There's six of you guys. You going earlier than you suspect. You see it all the time in draft. Yeah. yeah. Why do guys dr- usually drop? Take. A failed drug test or huge character issues out of it. Why do guys drop? Supply and demand. The over, demand is a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Supply is huge. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're facing. And the long <laughs> Will Howard, I, I looked at, I look every day just to see who it names pop yeah. in there. He says that you know the crystal ball is 100 percent to USC. Why haven't you committed? Yeah. What are you waiting on? Now you're trying to go to Ohio State. I, I, well, okay, Cam Ward, why aren't you going to Ohio State? Yeah. McCord is gone, right? So mm-hmm. if there is ever a chance that you have, I guess, a strength over Ryan Day in Ohio State, it would be because, okay, they didn't get anybody at the initial thought. Or this, Ohio State is having you in a waiting pattern to see what uh, uh, Brown does in his start, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So because if he does well, then you lose more money. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the best time for Cam Ward to go to Ohio State was at the very beginning. Yeah. Desperation. Ryan Ryan Day needed to appease the masses. 
at the quarterback position. Yeah, that's that's now was, now it's all gone because we haven't talked about yeah, it anymore. That's could what I was been, just go ahead. Rico. I was say could it have been something with these guys where maybe they thought that if they held out they could get more yeah. money where they're sitting there and they're like. I'm going to enter the portal, and you have all of these suitors. Like you said, they had all these suitors right away, and they thought, okay, everybody wants me. I'm going to wait a little bit to see, like, maybe this will, with me sitting here and not making decisions, they're like, no, we really, you know, we'll up the price a little bit. And now it's coming back to bite them in the butt where they've waited so long that these teams are like, okay, this guy's maybe not serious about coming here. Let's go get this guy. Let's go get this guy. And some teams somehow convince their other quarterbacks to stay. Like or the or it's just the, the the waiting too long. Simply put, it just didn't. It wasn't a bidding war. It didn't well, turn into a bidding war. And yeah, that's, that's and, that, and that's the dumbest thought. thing they try to do because if you're really worried about your career, obviously the business is going to handle itself. But ultimately, you should know where you want to go. You should have your list. And mm-hmm. and I and I learned this when I was just getting into scouting, and and I always tell the stories like sometimes you know coaches get jobs and they get brand new and they forget mm-hmm. where they came from, but the, the one thing that I was told is like. You just don't want to be on the list. You want to be at the top of the list. Cam Ward had an opportunity to go in there and be and be at least be committed. Now, look, Ohio State, you could commit to Ohio State and then Brown start looking good because they he had some favorable reports of some of the receivers. He gives them a little bit more of an RPO option. Well, then you sat on it. The calls aren't probably being returned. The texts are probably not getting because re- I, I guarantee you when they first reached out to Cam Ward, every time he texts, I'm telling you, he was getting he need, within mm-hmm. a minute Immediate. now it's a day or two we'll get back to you so then that lets you know the money hasn't dried up but it's not what you think what you thought it was and also what you have to be careful of as a player and this is where they can get i wouldn't say dude but led astray by their agents when you're so fixated on the nil and especially when you only have one year left you, you start to wait can he really be this good is he going to be that much more than mccord is he really worth it can we get by with Brown and upgrade yeah. everything else. And then also you got to think in Ohio state's case at the beginning, the rumors was that they were going to lose like all 22 of their starters, offense and defense. Well, then you start to hear guys come back. Henderson came back. So a couple of linemen came back. So now they're starting. Okay. Now we're kind of reloading. Yeah. Now the quarterback position is, is now Cam Ward from afar. If he's looking at Ohio state, same with Will Howard. Um, maybe even, I guess, I doubt Malachi uh, Nelson because they just got air. Yep. Um, now their situation is predicated on Brown, the quarterback from Ohio, Ohio State, that's going to get the start in the bowl game, how well he does. If he does well, you better be, you better pick up that phone and start talking about go Knowles, mm-hmm. or you better say, yeah. I'm a cane. You better work real quick, <laughs> and it better be at halftime. If he comes out in that first half and does mm-hmm. well, you better be reaching out to immediately uh, immediately and have it, it you know how you can do a text and yeah. have it don't push it just don't return any more text and you can yeah. save it. just have it wait on there i, I feel like they sh- any of those quarterbacks should have been looking at florida state to shoot as soon as tate rodemaker entered into the portal and was just like yeah i didn't you know they, they were recruiting over me they're bringing in transfer guys so i didn't think i was gonna i feel like that's when you strike as a cam warder or will howard like oh your backup left like I'll, I'll be your dude next year. Right. I'll be your, so you don't have to. I think they have one scholarship quarterback on on their yeah, roster right now. To, yeah, you're about to. He's about to start. Yeah, about to play against Georgia. Against <laughs> yeah, um, Georgia. Now, now two two instances that I thought quarterbacks really did well, and and I yeah I guess two, um, and one of those was Dante Moore. I, I thought Oregon did as well as anybody in the quarterback transfer portal market. They go out, they assess next year's needs, um, in the form of Dylan Gabriel, who has just one year remaining. 
where they're going to be able to compete at a high level with Dylan Gabriel next year. But then they also got their quarterback of the future and Dante Moore. Dante Moore got humbled at UCLA. Yeah. He, had, he had 11 touchdowns, nine picks, didn't take care of the football. UCLA was fine um, at the quarterback position. Enters the portal, realizes, hey, I, I need to I need to learn. Like right. I, I need I need to figure out more about this quarterback position. So he's willing to do that behind Dylan Gabriel. So that's one. Number two is Malik Murphy from Texas. Malik Murphy entered the portal on December 14th, I believe it was. He made a decision three days before Christmas on the 22nd where he was going to school. He's, he's ended up going to Duke. He narrowed it down to like three or four schools within days, took a visit to every single one, and then immediately committed. Right. Malik Murphy was in a really tough situation because he's he was sandwiched between Quinn Ewers, who you knew was going to be coming back, but then also Arch, Arch Manning, Manning, who is the fan favorite. Everybody right. loves Arch Manning, and we knew he wasn't going anywhere. So Malik Murphy, is he good enough to probably be a starting quarterback at Texas? Yeah, probably. He's, he's shown, shown it. He's shown it, yeah. He's shown it when Ewers has been hurt, but he was like, I'm kind of sandwiched here. It's not about the money. It's about playing here. Playing for me, I should say. And we need to figure out a, a right fit. And he found that at Duke. And it was like Duke, Baylor, a couple like a couple other places that were, were potential landing spots. But he wasted no time. And he yeah. just he found a spot, Manny Diaz for for a new head coach at Duke. He found him and he's like, we're, we're this is our quarterback. And he's got him for three years now. Yeah. And he's a really, really uh he has a great size, Jay. Oh, I've seen him. He's legit. I mean, my man is six four, he is legit six five, two thirty, has a hose for an arm. He's shown this year that it, when he had to step in for Quinn Ewers, yeah, that he can play at a high level. Six five, two thirty two. Yeah, and he can run. And he's a redshirt freshman. And he, he can run. And That's he a can big run. boy. Yeah, it, 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 listen, he is fun to watch. He's gonna, he is gonna be. And the good thing I think about his choice is he's there with a new coach, so you're yeah. kind of married together, mm -hmm. and you're off the beaten path. But also, he's thinking about his future as well. Having that, your last, I guess. Well, mm -hmm. you're gonna get your degree from Duke. You're gonna have access to all those alumni, and then also you can really kind of come in right behind Riley Leonard and kind of continue along that RPO, yeah, superior athlete. And what Manny Diaz needs is a quarterback like that because you're not going to yeah. be able to have uh, overabundance of talent at the skill position, you know, spots. Now you got the ultimate equalizer. Mm -hmm. And he actually can play quarterback. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And that's my thing is from a program standpoint as well. You're, you're do I mean, think about it. You're Duke. You found a, a nice, you found a great head coach in Mike Elko a couple of years ago where you extended him. You thought he was secure. AM then fires Jimbo, pays him all that money. And then, you know, all right, they're going to swoop into our, our, our school. They take their head coach. Elko leaves to AM. And it's like, well, crap, we were making our way towards that top of the ACC. And now we have players opting out of bowl games, tons of players transferring, our staff's changing, quarterback immediately leaves to go to Notre Dame. What's next? You find Manny Diaz, who had the best defense in the country at Penn State, or one of the best defenses in the country at Penn State, who immediately finds a three-year quarterback for longevity and stability mm -hmm. concerns. And now it's like, all right, now you can build something to where yeah, the ACC maybe isn't this 
powerhouse necessarily. Clemson had a down year, but it's like you don't you don't feel like you've dropped maybe as far as you could have with some of the additions that like a place as like Duke has made in yeah, the right. ACC conference in the big 10. If Duke was in the big 10, you probably feel a little bit different about it. Or Duke was in the SEC. You feel probably pretty bit, uh, quite a bit different about it, but it's like, all right, are we better than Virginia? Probably. Are we better than Virginia tech? Who's going to probably make some strides next year with their quarterback. As we saw in the game yesterday against Tulane, there's a chance like you are going to be able to compete in your division in the ACC to see uh, whether or not, um, you, you know, maybe maybe you can strike lightning and or lightning lightning strikes, and you find yourself in an ACC title game. Well, I mean, Duke already beat Clemson. Yeah. So, yep. so that 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 is already there. Plus, Manny Diaz has had success, even he's though coached he, in the he, ACC. he's coached in the ACC, and he was actually a, a, a decent coach at at the University of Miami. I think there were some other things that kind of held him back, right? And and it wasn't. And then when Cristobal came available, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's it a no brainer. It's no brainer. So. It, it Duke is in a really good situation. Malik Murphy made a really good informative decision. Yeah. Riley Leonard made a really good decision. Um, Van Dyke that left from Miami Man. to go to Wisconsin made a really good decision. And considering that he can go there and really throw the, throw the rock. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, you know, that's what Wisconsin's trying to do in a big time conference. There, there's guys that made really good decisions, made quick informative decisions. And then you got some guys just left out there. I would say they're stuck on stupid, man. I don't know what Cam Ward's thinking about. Yeah. We I, talk, I mean, we talked about it in the first one where it's, to me, at least, it's where Washington State doesn't have a home anymore. They're going to be playing in the Mountain West. He left Incarnate Word to go to Washington State to play in a Power 5 conference, and now his team's going back down to a group of five conference. So, But that's one of those things where he should have made a quicker decision. If he had all these suitors and that's what he wanted to do, he should have made that decision a lot quicker to go to a Power 5 school but he sat there, waited, tried to bide his time, and now it's biting him in the butt where it's like, okay, now where are you going to go? Like, you had a good year at Washington State, but was it good enough for anybody to, to, to pay you as much as maybe you want or, or to bring you in as that guy? This is what's fascinating to me before we get to break and we get to the crossover with Austin. Look at the Big Ten Conference. Since Nebraska's in the Big Ten, so many teams and programs reloading a quarterback. Obviously, Oregon, Washington got theirs. Will Rogers knew from the get-go, hey, I'm going to Washington, right? Um, Maryland gets MJ Morris to secede. That's a good one. Uh, Talia, who Pretty now, much just a now Talia, Talia, yeah, Talia might move into another school. There's right. thoughts of he's exploring options at other universities. Um, to like even Miami's been on sure. in conversations there, right? So, so you're seeing so many of these Big Ten universities reload and it's it reminds me of the arms race of like the afc west a few years ago yeah with yeah, like the yeah. chiefs and then the raiders got uh you you saw like the chargers get khalil mack and they they re-signed derwin james and they're trying to get all these weapons and then the raiders signed Devonte adams like they're it that's what this reminds me of in the big 10 right now because everybody's trying to beef up specifically at the quarterback position because they realize how valuable the quarterback is in college football in today's game, but then you know what's coming, and everybody's trying to avoid being the bottom feeder or the middle of the pack team now because that's not going to be good enough. That's not going to be no. good enough in the new Big Ten Conference. And and you know if you get a quarterback that can be, I guess it, uh, gr the best case is dynamic, but be consistent, mm -hmm. and you play good defense, you know you can go a long way. I mean, when you you look at how Iowa has manufactured ten wins. If you're coming in as a new um, Big Ten, uh, let's call him enrollee, you definitely have to have the quarterback position. And also, you got to think it's easier to attract 
quarterbacks now for Oregon and Washington. Yeah. Based on Penix, Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. So, so now you're, you're, you're almost two steps ahead of USC. Yeah. So where you were in the Pac-12, you always were fighting. This is a USC conference, even though they hadn't been winning. When you think of Pac-12, you always think of USC just because of their tradition. They're coming in the Big Ten. Now you're, 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 you're ranked higher than them because of your overall team, and then better yet, you have your quarterback position more solidified than them. Then when you look at the whole landscape of the Big Ten, quarterback position, mm-hmm. it really hasn't changed. So if you, if you I think even, say, Talia either leaves to the NFL or goes down to Miami, and I can see that really happening yeah. because of his brother being the same and with, with the Dolphins. When you think of Oregon and Washington, and you, let's assume McCarthy goes to the pros, who is it, Drew Allen? That's it, right? Yeah. I mean, who 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 would be the quarterback that you would think, besides the, the two that I'm Will Rogers and and Dylan Gabriel, that's better or as good? How many Big Ten teams are returning a quarterback? Well, Drew Aller's the the probably the that's biggest. That's what I'm thinking. Drew Aller. There's Cade McNamara at Iowa, um, which you don't feel good. I mean, you don't. Do you, you even count that as? Do you that? even count that as returning? He played like two games. All right. Well, he's coming back. He's been there. Yeah, he's Michigan been, he's State been doesn't have room. a quarterback. Minnesota no. has a guy that's coming from uh, FCS. Yeah, FCS. And then um, Wisconsin's got Van Dyke. But uh, I would probably say Gabriel and Will Rogers are more established, yeah. right? Especially Dylan Gabriel, yeah. right? Who? Dang. Illinois? No. No. Purdue? Uh, uh, Hudson Card? No. Is he coming May- back? Well, I'm just saying. If, no. If, no. So, no, I see? mean, there's nobody. Yeah. So when you think of if you want to make a splash in the new conference, in the Big yeah. Ten conference, this is the time. Even Ohio State. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Down, right. down at the quarterback position. Because uh, there, there's a quarterback. Was it Devin Brown? Devin Brown. Where is he? Number 99. Does, he wears 33. 33. It's Thank weird. You. Which if, is, that that happened. Before we go to break, that's on Ryan Day. <laughs> you cannot be in my quarterback room wearing 33. There it is. This is what do you look like? You look like the, the what? I mean, a running the, back. Yeah, or a receiver. There yeah. was a, uh, I don't remember. There was a, there was a team that had their quarterback was a tight end. He was wearing ninety nine or something like that. Let, okay, so Jay, Jay, you and I have had the conversation of like Lincoln Riley now, right? And I, I guess before we dive into this, let's pause ten seconds for station identification right here on the Happy Hour. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first 93.7 The Ticket. So so USC. Right, they they beat Louisville last night. Yep, forty five twenty or forty two twenty eight. Miller Moss uh, comes in six tutties, one interception, right off the bench. Yeah, third string guy. Yeah. Now we talked about the desperation element. If you're USC, does last night at all change anything about the conversations around Lincoln Riley? Oh no, I mean it. It it maybe softens it for. Until New Year's. Yeah. The offense is going to be always – that's great. That's what you can do. You can call plays and and take it, it – Louisville's defense was full of gold anyway. But let, yeah. let's – okay, you put up 42 points. And it's commendable to get a guy ready that hadn't played all year. Right? And big ups to Caleb Williams. He was there cheering him yeah. on. Not sure why the – He jer- wasn't wearing his jersey. Why the, I don't know why the jer- neck. around your neck. I mean, it's – but that – whatever. It's a fashion statement. I, I but at the, the end of the thing. day – You wouldn't understand. But at the end of the day – the defense, I don't, I don't know how they're going to survive in the Big Ten. They're not. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, when you look at their defense, 
if you're not lining up in 12, 13 personnel, I would just go big unit and just run the ball just down down the field all game mm-hmm. long. I mean, they get their they get their tails kicked by Utah, and that's a Big Ten light school. Right. So if you if you go up against the I know Wisconsin's not the same Wisconsin, but if you go in Iowa, who's just looking to run the ball, Michigan. you go up against a Michigan who's Michigan. just looking to run Michigan the ball. Would be a great Jonathan one, yeah. Smith is going to come in and try to pass. Hey. You're in trouble. Yes. Hey, I'm excited for Jonathan Smith. I know, but are, are you? you are, are, let me ask you this, Nick, before we go to break. There we go. Are you more excited for Jonathan Smith or Marcus Freeman? Well, Marcus Freeman's not coming into the Big no, Ten Conference. No, I'm just saying in general. I've asked him this question multiple times. Oh, he never gives a that's, straight that's, answer. No, I, I mean that's like pulling apart. That's like pulling apart. It's, it's apart. like when you ask your parents, "Can I go spend the night over at my cousin's house?" And they, oh, and they don't give you any. Then yeah. you just say, "Oh, go ask your mom. Yeah. Go ask your dad." Yeah, and just back. Go ask somebody like, else. I, I don't have an answer. I, I would say potentially Jonathan Smith. It's it's Marcus Freeman. Don't let him it is. you. It's the Marcus way Freeman. you get giddy about Marcus Freeman. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Look at I that like smile. Look at that smile. Yeah, see? He's fun. He just it's, told it's, cool. it's cool. He's got a man crush. Look it's okay. Are you Look at me right Marcus now? Freeman. Look at it. Dude. Dude. I, would, I mean, we all, you know what, hey, our whole hey, life we, goal we, is we, for people to look at us <laughs> the way Nick Sainer would look at Marcus When somebody Freeman. mentions my name. I want I want my wife to react the way Nick reacts yes, when somebody Nick. mentions Marcus Damn. Freeman. I don't know what it is. Me neither. What it, we're trying I don't to know figure what it, it is. out. I I it was something about I, I was I was watching Cincinnati when he was the defensive coordinator there, and then there was a way that he got the defensive coordinator position at Notre Dame, and then it was like then he he moves into the the head coaching role. Tommy Reese for one season was like, yeah, I'm going to stick around. I'm with Marcus, and then he dips, goes to Alabama. The way the players, the way the university reacted when when it was Marcus Freeman, uh, there's something about it. Nick saw Marcus you Freeman. Can, are you, so are you, you can a, rally so, around him. So are you a Notre Dame closet? Yeah. Yeah, you, you're right. Yeah. Is that is that because you went to Pius the I got a hoodie. No, 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 no. It has it has nothing to do with the whole like religion side he, of it. He has but, a Notre Dame. But that hoodie. is true though, right? Because I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I like there's, there's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot of Notre Dame fans. There's a lot of Notre Dame alumni yeah. from Lincoln yeah. that they're grandkids and yeah. kids go to Pius the 10th. That's the only yeah. reason I had. Nick, yeah, like I know there's a lot of Notre Dame fans at Pius. That, that's yeah. not that's not that's why. Not when when it, Marcus Freeman uh have no have no had like I wasn't cheer I don't cheer for them on a regular basis, but I'm like, you know what if a Notre Dame's game's on, watch hey, it. hey, if Nebraska had a running back like Audric Estime, things would have been okay. When Marcus Freeman became Catholic, <laughs> was that your sign no, that it was like no, you it's okay. Mean, I can he, like him. Yeah, he, he did. That's, that's when he started winning games. He yeah. lost to Marshall and then he became Catholic and he's like, yeah, we're back. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. How does that happen? You just decide, you just touchdown. Say, Jesus said, "If you're not Catholic, you're not going to win." He had to be already wanting to be Catholic. Well, like yeah, it. there's a process. Nah, I think there, it's in his contract. There, there is it. No, there, <laughs> there is a process. Okay. So, so it takes. A so time. he finally got it, over it, the, it just, it, Yeah. He. he so yes. was that was that weighing him down when he was making bad coaching it decisions it against was. Marshall? Hey, hey, they lost against Marshall. It was. The, it was the he weight came of, back out, and uh, he's like, you know what? I'm Catholic now. We're we're back. It was the weight of touchdown Jesus on his mouth. No, he Catholic did not back. say it, but but they how did won. you find out that he officially became Catholic? It was there the was news. like there's like articles about yeah. it. It said he converted to Catholicism. Yeah, Man. and that's when that's when it was okay for Nick to like him. No, that's no, when it that, became that, okay. that was okay. Easy, that was when easy. it became okay. No, it is not. No, <laughs> that no, was no. It, what? that's not it at all. That's not it at all. But hey, you know what? Notre Dame, they, they got a they they got a quarterback in the portal, Riley Leonard. A typical, typical Notre Dame quarterback. Did you it falls did, right in line with like the Jack Cones of the world? Did you did you like don't Sam Harper? Leonard to Jack Cones. I did. 
I, thought, I, thought I it, liked Sam Hartman because I used to, I was watching that. We need to go Q, to break. I watched that yeah, QB, QB1 documentary on Netflix yeah. when he was at that high school. He yeah. left his successful high school to go help an old coach yeah. who was a family friend of theirs start a new high school. And All like right. they were bad his first year. Took him to the, the championship the next year. Anyway, let's get to break. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.